Yo, what's happening, everybody? Welcome to the Barbershop Mentality Podcast. I'm your host, Odam Dell, as always. And I got my man's Julius Rock. Save that money, homie. What's going on? <laughs> and we got our homie Microwave back in the building. What up? What's going on? What's going on? Chilling, yo. Yeah, man. We about to get into it, man. We about to start off with our NFL team needs. And also, before we do that, we're going to go ahead and recap this Final Four how that went down and everything. You want to kick this so, off? Yeah, man. So the first thing we're gonna talk about, we're gonna talk about uh the uh, you know the pistol whipping of uh, OU last night. Um, <laughs> we'll talk about uh Villanova. Um, I can't talk now. You know, uh, Vill- Villanova versus uh, OU. What do you think about that? Yeah, uh, what you call it? Yeah, Villanova like like came out there and put the paws on them. Yo, that was crazy. Like, what you about to say, uh, microwave? I was going to say, if anybody had predicted Villanova to lay the smackdown on Oklahoma last night, I need to holler at you about Powerball numbers. Like, <laughs> Yeah, that, that was crazy. Wow. I, I ain't going to front, man. I did not expect that. Even if they were going to lose, you know, maybe some people got them losing. But losing like that by 40? Nah, son. You know, the sad part about his buddy had nine damn points. Yo, they smothered that nigga, yo. <laughs> nine damn points. Yo, I was watching, and a lot of them turnovers they had came off passes to Buddy. Like, they was trying to pass the ball to Buddy. And or, they was just, or back cuts. Yeah, and they were just like, uh, I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> like, like, they just ran. Like, they literally ran OU uh, out of that damn building, man. Just strips. Lobbing that bitch up court, laying it up, or, or or just fucking launching threes. Yeah. It was just ugly. I mean, <clears throat> and the thing is, I was thinking the whole time, okay, Oklahoma's at least got some kind of home court advantage. I mean, granted, this ain't the Red River, because it's not the Red River rivalry. You would think that they would have some people from Norman come come through to Houston, but my God, I'm still trying to figure out how you beat a team by 23 in December. And then wind up losing to him by forty four, when it actually matters. Yeah, yo, it's, it's defending, man. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know. Oh, you could defend like that, mm-hmm. right? They really defend, man. They 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 ran all you off the three point line. Mm-hmm. You know, um, they they really couldn't get nothing in the paint. And then it's like, looking at their offense, man. They just did what they wanted. Basically, in a nutshell, they they just went out there and they just handled them the whole game. You know, I was I was sitting here watching. I was like, ah, buddy will get him out. And I, I seen you posting in the barbershop. You was like, yo, if they're going to be playing like this, somebody else got to step up. And it was like, yo, nobody stepped up. <laughs> yo, yeah, we all so... Oh, no, go ahead, Michael. Wait. Nah, I was saying, like, I was talking to, to my cousin, like, before the game started. I said, <clears throat> in the first meeting, Bill Nova actually shut Buddy down. I think he was, like, 6'18 or 6'19 from the field. Uh-huh. But they still won by 23 because you had people like like Cousins and Woodard and, and Latin that, that came up big. So I, uh-huh. I told him, you know, Oklahoma's not a one-dimensional team. Like, they've actually got some good components. And, you know, I figured, you know, Spangler could do some work inside. But we, uh, so I'm he got, he got inside him, made big plays. Hard made some big plays. And then, you know, Ryan Archie Diacono. And I can't believe I actually got his name right the first time around. But <laughs> that is the heart and soul of that team. Like, 
Villanova's going to be one tough out on Monday. Mm-hmm. So uh, if we move forward, man, what, what, so, you know, uh, you know, this is what everybody want to hear about, man. What about Ch- Chapel Hill versus Syracuse, man? Yo, man, yesterday I was at the bar with my homies, and it was like nothing but Syracuse fans in there. And I, <laughs> I didn't want to, you know, break their hearts. So I was, you know, I was over there cheering, you know, doing whatever. But, man, man, my boys did what they had to do, man. You got to give Syracuse a lot of credit. I mean, that zone is tough. Even though they were double digit seed, I mean, they were four and five when um, Jim Beheim got suspended for nine mm-hmm. games. But they figured, they figured out a way. And I, my big, my biggest concern was, was Carolina going to have a perimeter shooting in order to, to pull away? Because I wasn't sure how they were going to be able to attack that zone. Mm-hmm. And it, in the first half, you know, Bryce Johnson had early foul trouble. And Carolina was like 0 for 10, 0 for 11 for three. And we were still up by 11. So I was like, we got this. Didn't want to be too overconfident, but it was just like eventually those threes are going to fall. And when Syracuse cut the lead down to seven, Paige finally started hitting. Yeah, yeah, Paige came out there. I uh, mean, I wasn't shocked what happened, man. Um, look, I ain't had, I said Syracuse get blown out, man. You know, at the end of the day, both games, Chapel Hill played Syracuse, man. All Chapel Hill did was just get, you know, say put Bryce or Meeks at the top of the key and throw the ball to um, it, it, whichever bigs running through the lane for the back cut or just shoot it and rebound it and throw it back up. That's like that's what they've been doing all tournament long. And I knew that was not going to get away from that. I mean, I think um, I think Robert said, you know, he does a good job rebounding. But, you know, Chapel Hill had too many bodies for Syracuse mm-hmm. and they don't rotate like that. So. I'm not shocked. Yeah, UNC was like body in the boards too. Well, if you think about it, man. Yeah, they most physical team, man. And if you sit there and look at it, man, Chapel Hill has this is what Chapel Hill has done all the tournament long. They're making you play their game. Chapel Hill, nobody has made Chapel Hill play their game all tournament long. If you want to, if Chapel Hill want to run and you want to slow it down, you're going to run. If you want to slow it down, at Chapel Hill, I mean, if you want to run and, you, and they want to slow it down, Chapel Hill's going to slow it down. Nobody has made Chapel Hill play that game, so I'm, I'm looking forward to the game Monday. Yeah, yeah, I, I think I think it's going to be a good game. I don't think it's going to be a blowout on either team or anything. I think it's going to be real good because uh, Villanova they showed you they a real good defensive team and they could hit the three. Chapel Hill, they got depth. And uh, everybody's, like, really balling right now. You know, I just want to see Marcus Page go out there and just do his thing because I know Bryce is going to bring it. Right, let me ask you this. All right, before we uh, get to our prediction. I think what Villanova's going to do to try to slow um, Carolina down, they're, uh-huh. they're going to use – hello? Yeah, yeah, yeah go, go ahead. ahead. Okay, I was going to say, like, um, I think what Villanova's going to try to do to um, shut Carolina down, they're going to implement a bunch of – I mean, their strength is going to lie in the defense, while Carolina's strength is, is obviously going to be, be the bodies. I mean, I don't see Villanova really being able to contest against that front line. Man, I think, um, you know what I think Villanova going to do? I think Villanova is going to – I think they just going to try to press these guards, man. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to try to get turnovers on these guards, you know, because if they get the – they got to get the ball to the middle. 
you know, because I don't, they're not going to out-rebound Carolina. Yeah. And that's not going to happen. So you have to defend for your life. Like, they're going to have to get stripped. They're going to get turnovers. They're going to have to, you know what I'm saying, fluster Page or, or Britt or, you know what I'm saying, um, what's the other cat? Uh, James, Britt, um, Barry, yeah. Had to, they got to fuss to these guards, man. Hopefully uh, Jackson makes some mistakes, man. Uh, and just hope the ball don't get to the bigs. You know, what do you, what do you guys think is going on with uh, Buddy Hill stock for the draft and everything? You know, today they announced he got the Naismith Player of the Year Award, which is a lot of, uh, you know, a, a lot of talented guys that's in the NBA right now has won that award also. You know, so you, you think that's going to, you know, do you think the loss yesterday is going to, like, hurt him or anything? So uh, what I think what I think is gonna happen is um I think man buddy buddy got his first shot at getting defended man and he didn't answer it man because you know what I'm saying he's gonna see that type of defense all the time yeah. in the NBA so I'm not saying his stock's gonna drop uh-huh. but you know what I'm saying I think it's now it's between him and Bryce for that three spot yeah. Cause you, you, you know, know what I'm saying? Yeah, because I, I know exactly what you're saying. Because, you know, like we said before, definitely those one and twos, Ingram and um, Simmons. But uh, what, do, what do you think about uh, Valentine? Do you think he'll, uh, he'll take that spot? Do you think he's pushing that spot too? Well, he did, he he was hurt too, wasn't he? Nah, man, he was. He was I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, I wasn't really following Michigan stuff like that, man. Nah, I, I, think, really, um, I didn't really follow him either, but I know they did. They was doing well up until, you know, they got to the 20 and, like, shocked the world. <laughs> but, but 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 you know, man, you usually have some kind of foreign dude on deck, though. Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. So I mean, but uh, but it all falls to uh, who who got what. You know what I'm saying? I think uh-huh. if Philly the got the pick, what, Philly yeah. gonna get the Buddy. Yeah, true. Or the Suns will get Buddy. You know what I'm saying? What about uh, the Lakers? You think they'll get Buddy, or you think they'll? Hell no, they're gonna Ingram all the way. <laughs> Ingram all the way. That's just me. What you what you think, uh, Mark Wood? Well, I was gonna say like uh, I think a good destination for Buddy would be um would be either Philly or or Phoenix like team. Well, maybe not as much Phoenix like Philly will will probably take Buddy simply because you know they've already got an abundance of big men anyway. Mm-hmm. So just having a good shooter on a team would would definitely be a good boom. You know, a team like Brooklyn. So yeah, I don't I don't think I don't think he's falling out of the the top five, but. You know he'll be he'll be there around there, but it's all about what Bryce Johnson is going to do in this championship game, like you were saying, bro. What well, what you got for the prediction for tomorrow? We what y'all predictions for tomorrow? Um, I I predict that uh, I think UNC is going to come out on top. I think Paige got to come out and be Paige. I think Paige got to come on and show his game because, in my opinion, his stock is nowhere. You know? No, no, nowhere near it. <laughs> I got no stock in Marcus Page right now, <laughs> but uh, he got to come out. He got to come out and you know show his thing or whatever. Show his show his jumper that everybody knows he has. Uh, I think Bryce is gonna be Bryce, and Villanova they're gonna come out and show out. But I, I think UNC comes out on top, probably by ten. Oh man, uh, the hate in me says. Villanova, but I think Chapel Hill gonna win tomorrow. But the, the thing about it was, you know, the thing about it is, it comes down to Villanova. Villanova is hitting; they hit seventy percent three pointers today. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, crazy. I, 
I'm, I'm, my bad. He hit 61% for three-point yesterday. They hit 11 damn three-point yesterday. <laughs> they shot 71 damn percent. If they shoot that against Chapel Hill, they will win. <laughs> you know, that, that's just, you know, as much points as they get in the paint, you know. Uh-huh. If they shoot that against Chapel Hill, they will win. Yeah, that's crazy. Who do, uh, what's your predictions for tomorrow, Mark Way? I feel like Carolina, <clears throat> that front court is definitely going to be the biggest key, but the X factor, of course, is going to be Paige. If he's on, Carolina wins this one going away. If he's not, it's going to be that much more of a battle. Plus, Villanova, they can shoot. I mean, we we already know that they can shoot. The defense is definitely going to play a big role, but I feel like we're going to see good Marcus Page. Bryce Johnson is going to do his thing. Isaiah Hicks is going to come off the bench and provide some quality minutes. I say Carolina wins, but it'll be by five. Well, let me ask you this. Do you think anybody's leaving after this game? Um, I mean, obviously Page and Johnson are gone, but I think everybody else is going to stay put because, you know, when you look at it, the closest – person that could possibly leave is I don't know, Justin Jackson or Isaiah Hicks and they definitely need another season. What I'm saying, what, what if they, you know, so I, I, this is the thing I don't think Carolina fans are thinking about. You know, what if they pull a Kentucky? You got to think Kentucky Cats, they play limited minutes. They didn't really get that much points. Like last year's team. Well, Coach Cal lost by what, eight players? Yeah. You got to think about that. You know what I'm saying? Hicks, Hicks could come back, but it's just that what if, you know, what if Hicks get a first round grade, you know, or what if Hicks or what if Justin Jackson gets a, you know, first, second round grade, you know what I'm saying? What's the, what's the time limit they have to declare? Cause I think that time frame, cause I think it's a long time, isn't it? So I think that time frame, you know, he'll probably be hearing something in his ear or whatever. Hopefully he don't get no bugs in his ear. And, you know, he stay put. Man, where I'm at right now, I don't see how another year of college could benefit them. Now you just hoping. He's just hoping. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, I want another ring. <laughs> Hopefully if they uh, win this one, listen, you know, not to get listen, ahead of him. I, 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 I do not fear Chapel Hill next year with my roster coming in. I don't fear nothing. <laughs> I don't fear anything. I, I don't fear anything my roster coming in next year. Yeah, y'all got a lot of dirt roads with rocks in the driveway. Dude, <laughs> I, I saw the McDonald's All-American game. I'm fine. I, I'm I'm just waiting. You know, I'm, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for this spot next year. That's all. You know, I'm I'm trying to be courteous to y'all. So, uh, if we can move forward, uh, oh, what, what was your, what was your uh, did you give? What's your prediction, Kwame? Yeah, yeah, I gave my first. I said, uh, I said UNC by ten. All right. So, man, let's move forward to the NFC West, man. Um, we're gonna roll through this kind of quick. So, uh, let's talk about the let's talk about the uh, Seattle Seahawks, man. Um. They didn't really do any moves this year. Um, they kept Curse. They lost Bruce Irvin. Lost Russell O'Connor. Uh, what, what do you think about them? How, how do you think about them going forward? Um, I, I don't. I don't see them as the the fearful contenders. You know what I mean? I don't see them yeah. as that no more. They lost Beast Mode. Also, he retired. Oh yeah, that is true. Um, well, allegedly. Allegedly, allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> he tweeted. I mean, he Instagrammed that picture, but he didn't like come out and say it. It's so, like, 
But uh, yeah, so I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't feel them. I don't, I don't think any team will fear them next year. Okay. I feel like Seattle's going to be either second or third in the division. I mean, they still have some components. I mean, you've got um, you got Jimmy Graham coming back from from his injury from last year. Mm-hmm. I mean, Russell Wilson, he, he's going to be relatively dangerous. I mean, I, I know I talk a lot of crap about him with Sierra with the whole Thrax. Sierra Thrax thing, but <laughs> what else? And really, it it depends on how much um they're going to miss her. I mean. That is a titanic loss, and, you know, Oakland, I mean, this is on a tangent, but I feel like Oakland's going to be relatively scary next season. But as far as Seattle goes, they still they still have the pieces to make it to the, um, to the playoffs, but they're just not that, that upper echelon contender anymore. True. Their window's closed. I think the defense goes backwards this year, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, you know I, I, you saw the cracks last year, man. I think I think it really hits in, man. Yeah, I think Cam Chancellor getting older, Sherman getting older. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, uh, they uh, Michael Bennett ain't got his money yet. You know, uh, unless they go and draft and restock the defense, man. The defense is going back. I'm not saying they're gonna be they're gonna be 35th in the league, but when they had all those holes, that go that's gonna happen again. So all I know I is. All I know is Nick Foles threw for three hundred something yards against the Seahawks. Enough said. Yes, yes. The, the, the Seahawks will be more offensive driven this year. That's just me. Yeah. Uh, let's let's go to the AC uh, Arizona Cards, man. How do y'all feel about the Cards? My question is this: Can they really rely on another year of Carson Palmer? I mean, like, granted he was healthy, but I mean, you you know what's you know what's history? Like, it's checkered with, with injury, so. I feel like they're going to draft a quarterback like pretty high in the draft, you know, just kind of kind of groom him in a, in a position. But other than that, this is a true contender. Like this is one of the scariest teams. I mean, uh, even though the Panthers completely villanova them, <laughs> but I mean, this is still a scary team. Um, the Honey Badger will be coming back yeah. next season. I mean, Fitzgerald is still. It's still a key component out there. Uh-huh. I mean, they've got pretty much every piece that you can look for. Their defense is definitely dominant. But the offense, they can win some games on their own. Mm-hmm. Like I said, my biggest concern is um, Carson Palmer because of his age and his injury history. But they can definitely go places. And Bruce Arians is definitely one of the best coaches in the, in the league. Yeah, I really like their defense too, yo. And if they got better with, you know, the camp chance, the uh, the What's his name? The Chandler Jones uh, trade and yeah, Chandler Jones yeah, trade. Chandler yeah. Jones. They they really got better. I think both teams actually looked out with that trade. That was a good trade because that was uh, dumb on New England, man. No, nah, no, nah, they needed the uh, they needed they needed some linemen. But New, New England had. I mean, truthfully, they had linemen hurt last year, man. Yeah. You know, so you get you get some linemen in that draft. You know, you just don't true, get away a pass rusher. Like, you just don't hand them over. True, but I think New England will still be straight. You know. With everybody else they got. Damn. New England didn't want to pay him. That's all that is. <laughs> you, uh, like, truthfully, if you look at it, Chris yeah. Long or Chandler Jones, that don't make no sense. <laughs> like, that does not make any sense whatsoever to me. But, you know, like, for the Cardinals, though, you know, it works out. You know what I mean? It works out fantastic for the Cardinals. Yeah. You know, their defense was already good. You know, now it just got better. And I, th- I think the cards, uh, I think the cards will take a step. You know, you know what? You know what? I'll tell you this. The cars, 
they low key scare me as a Panther fan until I get this secondary worked out. <laughs> um, I don't think I don't think they need to go get another quarterback right now because I don't think this is a very strong QB draft. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, Aaron needs somebody to go throw the deep ball. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you know, the guy he wants is not in this draft. They just go throw the ball down field to his liking. Not not in this draft. You know what I'm saying? Maybe next year. Yeah, after that. But I think he you know what I'm saying? He he gotta ride with Palmer at least one more year. You think uh Fitzgerald gonna stay for all those years? He ain't got a Fitzgerald's not on a bad team. He Fitzgerald's on a you know what I'm saying, he's on a good team, but mm-hmm. you, you ask yourself this question. If if the if the if the Cardinals beat the Panthers, where they gonna beat the Broncos? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. The, the, the Broncos defense was just crazy. Like, like seriously, you, if you think they beat Cam Newton ass. Yo, my nigga, I was scared for them niggas. For every quarterback they went up against in the playoffs, I was scared, yo. I was look, like, look yo, what the Panther front four did to Carson Palmer. Now imagine what Von Miller did you and see? DeMarcus Ford no, did to Carson Palmer. They no. would have ripped Carson Palmer's head off. Did you see what they did to uh, Tom Brady? Yeah. Yo, and Tom yeah. Brady still almost pulled it off, but still, like, I was like, yo, Brady. Tom Brady That's about Brady, to die. <laughs> All right, let me ask you. Let me ask you this: like, just off of something radical, yeah? Could you picture like working with Johnny Manziel in Arizona? Uh, oh man, um, I think Johnny. Yeah. I think Johnny needs. I, I think I was about to say yeah too. And the reason why is because I think Johnny needs a winning team and somebody that's a coach that's not going to like you know bullshit him and all that. You know what I mean? No, like, I mean because, it like, could work. Browns, the Browns is just trash. You know what I mean? It's like you know, I don't want to play with no trash team. I don't care. You know? It, it could work talent wise. It makes sense to me talent wise, but Johnny Manziel has got to sit down for a while, mm-hmm. and I don't think he will do mean, that. Like, I feel like Arizona would be a great, great fit because, of course, like I say, you got you got Palmer out there, and then you got Arians, who, you know, he, he's one of those guys he he can connect with his players. And I feel like Manziel just really—I'm not going to say he needs a father figure, but he needs he needs a mentor. True. He needs somebody that's going to be able to to be like, listen, we're in a good position over here. Do not screw this up, and do not screw yourself over because obviously. As tumultuous as Cleveland is, he really had like he really had nobody that he could really um reach out to, and I mean like when when you lose and you're stuck in that losing atmosphere, uh-huh. that's the worst thing that anybody can can have. So True. I mean like put put them on the Cardinals, you know that's a team that that should win their division, some a team that should go deep in the playoffs, and then you've got so many veteran leaders like Larry Fitzgerald should be able to get them right. Uh-huh. I mean um Carson Palmer should get them right, Arians should definitely get them right, and I feel like that's a place where he can really he can really thrive in. So whenever Palmer gets hurt or whether he retires, like Johnny Manziel can take over the reins, and it's almost a seamless transition. Yeah, and you know, and at the same time, they have young players he can connect to who are also you know they're out there balling, like you know Peterson, uh, uh, what's his what's my Honey Badger and all that. You know, they're young players he can connect to and everything, but they're also not dickheads. You know what I mean? Uh, I mean. I don't know. It, it, talent wise, it could work, but I, th- I think Johnny, I don't know if Johnny's going to sit down. Because, yeah, I think he already done sit down. And, you know what I'm saying? He, 
But he was with the Browns, know. man. It was like, like, who wants to play with the Browns? Like, even Siri, you ask Siri on your iPhone, you say, Siri, where's sadness? And it goes to the Browns stadium. Wait, well, let me ask you this. If he, <laughs> if he, if he, if he pulled through with the Browns, he probably had to start a job. You, you are exactly right, man. But you I'm know, just saying, like. You are, you, no, no, you are not wrong. You are 100% right. He, uh, he's supposed to do Johnny Manziel showed no glimpse of a talent. <laughs> like it, it conventionally is solid, it could work, but he's shown nothing that he could play in the NFL. Uh-huh. Maybe one or two games, but he's shown nothing on a consistent basis he can play in the NFL. Uh, you I, let I'm Johnny Manziel go down to I'm go down to Seattle, a, they'll rip his head off. I'm a believer of give him another chance and then see what happens, and if it doesn't work out, you know, whatever. Uh, you know, I said the same yeah, thing like, with like Ten T Bow. I was like, "Yeah, give him another chance," and then it was like, "Oh, well, I, I guess it don't work." And <laughs> stuff on T Bow. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, look. Oh, go ahead, Mike. I was just gonna say this. Um, I mean, <clears throat> if Arizona were to go ahead and make a play for Amazel, you don't sign him to a long term contract. I mean, like, give him like one year, maybe two at the most. See what he does there. And oh, he give him that too. Give him a damn two. <laughs> Five hundred thousand. Give him a LeBron James contract. <laughs> give him two million dollars. See what you want, man. Like, you yeah, wake up on Snapchat. See him knee deep in coke. Wolf of Wall Street one, style. Yeah, if you do good, we'll give you another. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. No, no, you'll get that boy for two million dollars. No. Uh, so let's move forward, man. Let's talk about the Forty uh, ers man. Um, one, one of the. I guess the biggest stories they didn't really make that many moves was uh, they hired they hired Chip Kelly. What y'all think about that? <laughs> yeah, they, <laughs> they about to become the Eagles West Coast. Like <laughs> that shit crazy, yo. But uh, I don't know. I, I I like Chip Kelly as a coach, but you know, as as you've seen, the players didn't care for him. So I guess he I, he, I guess he doesn't really connect with people that well. Because we know he can coach. You know, we've seen Oregon and everything. I think the problem was, man, they, they let Chip Kelly run a damn team. He shouldn't have been running. That's true. They they let him be the coach and the GM. But no, then, you, don't, you don't do that. But then he said, he said he came out and said, uh, he just suggested, hey, I like this guy. And they was like, all right, let's get him. But, you know, in, in the GM's defense, it was like, you know, they was trying to please the coach. He was like, oh, okay, you like him? All right, let's go get him. And then, um, but he was like, uh, they gave them those dickhead contracts. Uh, what's my man's name? Uh, Demarco Murray. Yes. He's like, he's like, I ain't yeah. telling him to sign up for that much, but you know, it is what it is. I was like, nah. But, but still, Chip, you had to know this don't work from afar. Like, we said it last. Last, lot of people said last year, it's not going to work. This doesn't make sense. <laughs> lo and behold, lo and behold, it doesn't. It didn't work, and it didn't make sense. Like now, Demarco's uh, in what, like Buffalo now? Uh, yeah, Tennessee. Tennessee. Yeah. Somewhere. Um, they got rid of my man Shady. Yeah, Shady McCoy in Buffalo. Okay, that's that's why I'm confused. Yeah. But it's like Philadelphia. Like, they had two great running backs. I mean, you had Shady, and then he he wound up playing someplace else, and now you got um Demarco Murray. Now he's in Tennessee. Like now, who's Philly have as a running back now? Sproles. They probably gonna draft somebody. No, I tell you, they're probably gonna draft somebody, man. What pick do they? Hey, bad. Uh. Oh yeah, we, we, first, we. Yeah, that's right. We did that. They they got like the eighth, don't they? I think. 
Yeah, I mean, they they pick is not going to a running back. I don't see it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got options. I mean, well, I mean, but next year, like I said before, next year is the running back draft. Yeah, next year is the draft draft. <laughs> like, next year is the running back draft. You get some running back next year. Like, if, if you, you get don't your get Elliott, you can get your quarterback. Shit, you can get your kicker. Yeah, next year you can go and get yourself a good running back. This year, I mean, you can get somebody, but you know, see, so you get a horse next year. So, <laughs> um, I th- I think San Francisco, man. I mean, on paper, it might work because I mean, if you keep Kaepernick. And they're probably going to trade Kaepernick. If we keep Kaepernick, you got uh, what Reggie Bush. I don't know if they released him yet. You got Reggie Bush. Reggie uh, Bush out there? He was out there last season. Yeah. I didn't even know that. Damn. So uh, let's see. You keep Kaepernick. Uh, you got Reggie Bush. Um, you got the uh, the guy who was at Ohio State. Um, I forgot his name. Uh, K- uh, Hyde. Carlos Hyde. So you got so you got a running game. You got a decent offensive lineman. You, you got a deep deep threat in uh, Torrey Smith. So it should work, but it's not going to work because, I mean, the 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 49ers went from the most talented team in the NFL to just giving away everybody. Yeah. So I don't think he. I mean, he has the pieces, but I don't know if he has the talent he need. Like like remember when he first got to Philly. That like he had the team right there. Yeah, the, the, he had the team. He gave everybody yeah, away. Team right there. Everything was right there when you needed. Everything he needed to be offense is right there. You know, I don't know if I don't. Know, I, I got I got to see the four nine doing the draft. That's just me. What, what you think, Michael? I'm gonna have to agree with you on that one because San Francisco, like you said, like they, they've got the pieces. They got they got the components, and it's like you can almost make a meal out of it. But for whatever reason, I just don't trust. I mean, I feel like they're going to surprise. They might surprise early. It's going to be one of those things where they might win like three of their first four games. Everybody starts to kind of get on the bandwagon a little bit, and then they just kind of tail off. Uh-huh. I think I think Chip I think Chip go get a job back in Oregon though. Yeah, I think yeah, I think that door is open, and I think he yeah. will walk through it. I think he's just waiting. I think he'll give NFL one more shot, and he's just waiting for that door of Oregon. He's going to slide right back in there or again, and it ain't going to be just like nothing never left. You know, and I, and I say that because I think it's cool because, like, you know, some coaches are like, oh, let me come try this out. You know, like, um, what's my man? I was just thinking about him. I forgot his name. Um, in, in Seattle, uh, Pete, oh, Pete Carroll. Yeah, yeah, Carroll. Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll. You know, he's like, let me try this out again, you know. And it is working out for him, so I think he's gonna stay here for a while. Uh, Nick Saban, Nick Saban came to the NFL, didn't work out for him too much. He went back to college and dominated. Steve Spurrier, Steve, yeah, you know what I mean. Like they they come, they try it out, let me try this out again. Um, so I think Chip Kelly giving it one more go, and then he's out. I don't think you could throw Pete Carroll in that conversation because you know Carroll basically Millie rocked out of out of USC. <laughs> He was like, I ain't got no other shot besides this. And then he double's about to come come down on me. Nah, I'm out of here. Uh, and uh, finally, um, moving forward, man. Um, you know, if I got a question, um, do y'all think Kaepernick to the Broncos will work though, or should he stay in the 49ers? I say go to Denver. I mean, when you think about it, Denver has the pieces. I mean, he's got a deep threat um, in Thomas. But, I mean, ultimately, that defense is, is going to rescue the hell out of Kaepernick. Yeah. I mean, when you, when you think about San Francisco, 
I mean, yeah, like I said, you, you might have some pieces there, but with Denver, you've got a bona fide setup on the other side of the ball. Mm-hmm. You got a Super Bowl team, so I mean, like, and Kaepernick, I don't know what's happened to, to him over the past few years, but I mean, he has been to a Super Bowl and almost brought them back against the Ravens. So, I mean, it's not like he doesn't have the experience. They had to turn the lights think, off, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like him getting back into a winning environment, you know, a little bit of stability, I think that would actually be a really, really good fit for him. Besides, like, would you rather have Kaepernick or Mark Sanchez? Let's be real. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Kaepernick. There you go. Nah, you right, nigga. I'm a Jets fan. Uh, <laughs> man, you know what? Honestly, I think Kubiak could save his. Well, I think I think going to Denver could 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 save his career. Uh, because you know what I'm saying. All all Kubiak really does is uh. A lot of they run the ball a lot, man. They do a lot of play action. He got two good wide receivers. He can run, you know. Kubiak let him run a little bit. It'll work out long term, but I I think if he goes, I don't. I think John Elway just want to rent him until he gets his guy. That's why <laughs> yeah, I think he want to rent to get his yeah, guy. Yeah, and I mean, you know, it would make gonna, sense. You know he gonna mold somebody. He molded Brock Osweiler. You see what happened to that guy? Yeah, like, yeah. So that guy I, hit I the think, Dougie all the way to Houston. So I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, finally, man, let, let's talk about you know Michael is a big L.A. Rams fan, man. Formerly St. Louis Rams, man. What, what do you think about the L.A. Rams, man? You know they lost. They uh, lost uh, Jane Larinides. They let Jacobs go. They let Chris Gallon go. Something like, what do you think about them of this uh, coming forward season? You know what? I pretty much lost all. I'm not gonna say I lost all hope in, in the Rams being being a great football team, but part of me, I, I look at you know they lost Laurinaitis. That that hurt. I mean, like losing Chris Long, that hurts a little bit, but not as much because the Rams, the Rams have a D-line anyway. I mean, you've got Aaron Donald, who who's going to be an absolute star in the league. Um, you got um, you got Quinn, and then they, they made the addition um, with Quinn Coples and everything. And I feel like him, him having um, Quinn out there will, will do nothing but help him out. So I, I can see him having a pretty solid year. Even losing Janoris Jenkins wasn't that big of a deal to, um, to the Giants because Jenkins, he, he was just like always hot and cold. It was like, he was either going to shut somebody down or he was going to get burned. Like, there was no in-between. But what really hurts me is they did not fix the quarterback situation at all. I mean, you got Nick Foles, who surprised me in that first game, but after that he was just straight garbage. You got Case Keenum as projected as the starter. And then after a while, you got to let Jeff Fisher go. I don't know why Jeff Fisher is still the head coach at of the Rams. Like, I've been trying to figure it out for the longest period of time. Like, I figured, you know what? I think last year was the last straw for me. I said, He got a sex okay. tape. He got a sex tape on the owner, man. I'm telling you. He got, a, he got, a he sex, got some nudes got a, on, on the owner. I think he got him, a sex him, tape on every owner, yo. I'm telling you. Well, there's man, got, woman, tra- uh, uh, man, woman combined cyborg. Like, it, he has sex tape on somebody. Trust me, believe that. <laughs> 
look, he, he got the Rams on with, with Caitlyn Jenner, or Bruce, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> yeah. That's the only way that I, that that's I know they, Jeff that's Fisher That's why they moved to L.A. That's the that's yeah. the whole reason. Like he might <laughs> owner might have been messing with one, with one of the lunatics for all we know. That's why that's why he dips. Sharing do rags with Chingy. I don't know. Whatever the case. I'm I'm sick of this, man. Like Jeff Fisher's been the coach out there for like eight years now. Mm. I think we might have had one one eight and eight season. Everything else is like it's just straight mediocrity. Seven and nine, six and ten, seven and nine, seven and eight and one. I think it was like a two and fourteen season, but it's like the Rams—they're they're the type of team like they can beat anybody and they can lose to anybody. That's true. And I mean, I gotta say one more thing. What scares me the most about this season, which I feel is going to be another six and ten to seven and nine season, they are going to run Todd Gurley into the ground. To the. Fucking ground, man. To the fucking ground, man. Please, please let me start. Look, I I don't know how the hell Jeff Fisher has a fucking job right now, man. I, Thank you. I don't know. I it doesn't make sense to me, man. Jeff Fisher has not tasted the playoffs since 2008. He has not tasted the playoffs since 2008. The average person would have been fired by now. <laughs> How the hell you get fired, get a damn job back, and still don't make the damn playoff, and still got job security, bro? He has had not one, but two, not three. He, like, he he does not do anything with a quarterback. He doesn't draft a fucking quarterback. Look, 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 look. He could have drafted Johnny Manziel. This fucker go get Greg Robinson, right? He could have drafted yeah. Sammy Watkins. This fucker go get... Like the Kelvin Benjamin, ODB, like he could have signed all these bastards, all this talent, but he doesn't go do it. You know why? Because he wants to play like this fucking 1998 and Eddie George in the fucking backfield and you're running goddamn fucking power eye all fucking game. No. No, you don't. I don't know how to hear Jeff Fisher have a job, man. Like It doesn't make sense to me. He's going to get Todd Gurley hurt. <laughs> Mark my word, he'll get Todd yeah. Gurley hurt. Well, uh, where are they at in the draft? Um, they're like 15. So, I mean, like, the projection is they're going to get on Treadwell out of um, Ole Miss. Uh-huh. On wide receiver. Okay. They ain't going to get no damn Treadwell. I think they I think they are. But, I mean, my question is, even if they do get Treadwell, who's going to throw it to them? Right, you're right. Like, to be honest, I'd rather have Brett Farr out there as quarterback right now. <laughs> Bro, like. Kurt Warner. Yeah. Matter of fact, take a fly out on Tebow. I don't care. Yeah. They could have signed RG three, honestly. Did he even they go out there? Uh, hell no. They didn't want they didn't want RG three. You know why? Because RG three might throw the fucking ball down. <laughs> RG three might get them some wins. He might get some. He might complete some passes. <laughs> whoa, whoa! You know what's crazy? You know what's crazy? Um, real shit. Um. RG three, I mean my bad, my bad. Nick Foles wasn't bad when he left Philly. Uh-huh. Like how, like how do you come to L, uh, Saint Louis in the Rams and turn it to complete shit? Yeah, he, Game was, plan. he was doing his thing with Philly. Yeah, that's he had a uh, shady. 
He had um Macklin the last the last good season. Remember uh, before Chip Kelly took over uh-huh. and got Murray all them. Yeah. He had Foles. Yeah, he had yeah. Foles one year, and when Vic got hurt, he had Foles, uh-huh. and when he had Deshaun Jackson and Macklin, and then um got rid uh got rid of uh traded traded them to the Rams, and um got shit in return. True. So, I don't know. Oh, yeah. So, um, you you work with the Kinston Press, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so how so how how's everybody feel about you know, Quint Copel's going to your favorite team and all that? How do you feel about that? <clears throat> I mean, personally, like it it didn't affect me either way. I mean, uh-huh. I was happy when he was a Jet. I was happy when he was a Dolphin. Now I'm happy that he's a Ram. I mean, uh-huh. the way the way that Kinston is, like no matter what what team um, their athletes play on, yeah. they're happy to see them thrive okay. because Kinston's a town of twenty one thousand. Uh-huh. But I mean, the fact that we've had players come through, like you've got Reggie Bullock playing for the Pistons right now, they fight for a playoff spot. You got Jerry Stackhouse, the um, assistant coach of the Toronto Raptors, sure. while they're the number two seed in the East. You got Copel's trying to do his thing in um in L.A. Then you got a couple of um baseball players, um mm-hmm. Chris Hatcher who plays who's a setup man for the, for the Dodgers, um Carter Caps who's um the pitcher for the um, Miami Marlins. Mm-hmm. I mean, as far as Kinston goes, it's very it's a very close knit tight community, and anytime that they see their players doing doing well, then they're happy. Which is why it was so hard for me to really crack on Brandon Ingram the way I wanted to because he plays a dude. It's like yeah. As a Carolina fan, you hate Duke, but at the same time, you want to see Ingram succeed. So I actually had, had to do a lot of tongue-in-cheek. I didn't really say as much as I wanted to when it came when it came to Duke because, you know, I've, I've known Brandon for like three, three four years, actually. Mm. Yeah, I was reading like, the article because, you know, it's a lot of UNC players that went through Kinston, I mean, from Kinston and all that. And then they was like um, – I seen an article. It's like Kinston's turning into like a Duke town, you know, because they want to support Ingram and everything. So I was like, all right, you know, I was tight, but I was like, ah, it's pretty cool, you know. Uh, let me t- let me see how incorrect the ESPN was with that article. <laughs> I don't know who they talked to, but they were talking about stuff that wasn't even there. Like they, they even said something about a dairy bar. I'm like, there ain't no dairy bar in Kinston. Like you got to go all the way out to Aiden for that. <laughs> But I mean, in general, like I said, people are happy to see Brandon Ingram on TV and doing his thing. But ain't nothing changed. Like <laughs> it's like people. Yeah. Yo yo yo, you did. Twenty. I mean, Kinston. Yeah. That is it's most Carolina and ECU. Like you got a couple, you got a couple NC State fans here and there. You got a couple Duke fans here and there. But like I said, if it ain't about the Tar Heels and if it ain't about the Pirates, ain't nobody trying to hear it. <laughs> Nah, true that. Yeah, yeah. So ESPN was full of shit with that article. Completely. They could have hollered at me about that one. <laughs> that's neither here nor there. True. All right. Um, so what else we got going on tonight, bro? Oh uh, man, we gonna we got WrestleMania coming on tonight. WrestleMania, I know, I know, you know, I know, y'all niggas ain't really wrestling fans and shit. Well, I know Rome watches. Not no more. But, but I'm hyped for that shit, nigga. I don't care. <laughs> but uh, what else we got? Uh, so we got WrestleMania tonight. Championship game tomorrow. 
Uh, yeah, uh, we got a, a few uh, podcasts coming down the pipeline. Um, yeah. We got uh, we're gonna do a uh, run, run, run. Damn, hopefully you're gonna edit this shit. What I'm saying, we're gonna do a NFC, uh, AFC West this weekend. Um, NFC North uh-huh. and uh, AFC, AFC, uh, NFC South. Okay. You know, uh, we got no more parties in LA coming up. <laughs> coming no more up. parties in LA. Uh, we got a New York Knicks fans vent session. Uh, that's gonna be crazy. And uh, we got a, a NBA playoff preview, man. All of this will be done before the playoffs. Majority will be done for the playoffs. All right, all right. So yeah, man, I'm gonna go ahead and wrap it up, man. Anything y'all want to add before we head out? Yeah, that's it, man. True. All right, man. Hey. Oh, what'd you say? Go ahead, Mike. And. <clears throat> I, I guess uh, I guess I would go ahead and throw this up. Like I seen I seen one meme recently. It was like if, if the Philadelphia Seventy Sixers played the Connecticut Huskies women's team, they probably lose by sixty. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I saw that. I saw that was hilarious. Um, all right, yo, man. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna head out, man. But um, yo, make sure y'all go to the barbershopmentality.com and. My boy uh, Noah Clark just updated it. Uh, he just put up a uh, a blog about uh, his uh, what's it called MLB regular season outlook, his predictions and what he thinks is going to go down. Also, we got uh, check out the podcast. You can go to uh, iTunes, SoundCloud. Also, go to barbershopmentality.com. Join the Facebook group. Uh, search Barbershop Mentality. Join us on Twitter. The shop underscore twenty eleven. You know, hit my man's room up, hit my man microwave up. We always up there clowning or whatever. And send me a message, you know, I'll get you into the barbershop group. You know, if we if we think you fake or something, you know, we might not add you. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I appreciate everybody for joining us, man. We're going to head out now. All right, peace.